It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. Go Birds! Go Birds! Hey, hello. It is the Go Birds Podcast presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook, the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you. We made it, buddy. Almost. I mean, Almost. We're, we're pretty much there. Uh, draft in a second. I think it's hilarious how pretty much every time we start a pod, you have like some sort of food item with you, and, yes. and you will say something to the effect of, I don't want this. I'm just sitting and then here. Yeah. And then you'll eat I'm it. eating these tasty cake. <laughs> Every time. Blueberry it, mini muffins. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say, I don't want this, then eat it more than you. I literally don't even want it. <laughs> I, I sat in front of the tasty cake like stand out there and I picked them. But like the tasty cake mini muffins of blueberry, I will say two things. One, they remind me of like middle school. Sure. Like they're very like little kiddish. <laughs> <laughs> and two, I feel like they're basically non-existent. It's like eating air almost. That's yeah, what I'm telling myself. They are existent, myself. though. I know. I mean, well, wedding diet me. guy. Wedding diet. So <laughs> actually, it's very, funny. Very so, lax with the wedding diet. On the way to parks last week, uh, we got stopped at Wawa. We did. And I got Reese's Cups that had chips in them. Yes. Right? Which also, by the way, I went to get a coffee drink or whatever. Elliot's like, I'll get a coffee drink too. And then somehow walked out with like yeah. Reese's and, I remember and a juice I don't like or something. Coffee, yeah. <laughs> um but so I got it. I posted on my Instagram, you know, that fire Instagram content. Oh, buddy. And That's someone, the hot stuff uh, right there. someone DM'd me on it. I wish I remembered his name, but he's officially a certified real one. He's just two words wedding, diet. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you win. We you were win. Close. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know, 80 you know, days, day 90 count? days. Well, I'm sure I should know it. But yeah, the bachelor party first, though. Oh, buddy. It's I all know. getting real. So, of course, I leave for my bachelor party <laughs> the day the schedule comes out. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So, I'll have my mock schedule three days before, and I don't know what I'll have to do. I mean, maybe my – I mean, who knows? Maybe my schedule takes us to be fire. Yeah. Like, because I'm getting, in, be. getting into Miami, I think, at 1. The schedule comes out at 8, so – you know, yeah, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> I might just delete. I, I'm either gonna like delete Twitter from my phone that weekend, or just like <laughs> have the most reckless fire takes all weekend that I you've think ever it's the heard ladder. from it's me. It's got to be the latter. Just come in hot. Yeah. Say, hey, at the beginning of the week, it's my bachelor party weekend. Get ready. You can't hold any takes against yeah, me. This and is I'll all just for put for like fun. hashtag ESP bachelor party takes for I everyone. Like <laughs> Maybe that's the move. This is the move. I love it. Yeah. 
Um, all right, let's get into it. Uh, speaking of takes, you you were uh, grilled a little today. Yes, the Jordan Davis. It was not take. a uh, not a well received tweet today. So. All right, we, we can start with that. Yeah, let's start. Yeah. We're going to get into a, a little mock draft action. Last time we made our picks for the Eagles. This time, Elliot, it's going to take us through. Yeah, I might change my pick. The picks but... before the Eagles. Then we're going to get into, like, who we want most, where we're at. Things have changed over the last, you know, few weeks. You know, it seems like some guys are going higher, lower, all that stuff. So we'll get into it all. So I think this is it's a good place to start because I think Jordan Davis is kind of like the breaking point of the draft for the Eagles in terms of the player most likely to be taken, in my opinion, the player they might trade up for, the player that checks a lot of boxes. So I think he's the guy to, like, really discuss. So this morning, as I was actually working out, for what it's worth, since I'm eating these mini muffins <laughs> Okay, now, sure. Yeah, I tweeted throw that this, in there. I tweeted this out. I tweeted, any defensive lineman selected in the top 15 should be projected to get double-digit sacks. I'm not taking a lineman to stop the run. Unless you think Jordan Davis can get double-digit sacks, I don't, then he isn't worth a top-15 pick. Hashtag Eagles. So, <laughs> thanks, for, thanks yeah, for giving the hashtag. Had to there. go viral. That's good. So <laughs> people people got mad at me about it, and a lot of people, like, responded with, well, you know, like, these guys don't get, like, Fletcher Cox doesn't, doesn't get double-digit sacks. Zach Berman of the Athletic Richard responded Seymour. with Richard Seymour. Hall like, of Fame football player. Yeah, okay, but when did he play? Like, what? Like that was a long time ago. It wasn't that long. It was, it was early was, 2000s. Okay, so it's like, I mean, early 2000s, almost to 20 mid years 2000s, ago. mid-2000s. Like, he started in the early 2000s, but he's, like, mid-2000s. Okay. It's but here, here's old. the Here's the point I was making with the tweet. First of all, Fletcher Cox— You were Cox, covering football when Richard Seymour was still playing. Yeah. Well, was I? Probably. I would assume, yeah. I was close, yeah. I don't know if I was like full-time yet, but you're right. I think I was. Okay. Um, Regardless, the point I'm making, and like everyone that said Fletcher Cox, Fletcher Cox did get double-digit sacks. He had 10.5 sacks one season. So, first of all, there's that. <laughs> so, he would have correctly been somebody that projected to get double-digit sacks. So, okay. here Here's the point I'm making about oh, Jordan buddy. Davis, and this is where I ultimately come down on him. I am only taking Jordan Davis is if his best skill is going to be pass rushing. And if you think that's what he can do and that's your projection, then I understand the pick. Like, I know you're going to bring this up. Josh Norris, your new BFF, said— No, I, I, I'm not even a huge Josh Norris guy. I think he's very good. But, right. I mean, he said he could be the best the mo- athlete yep, in the, the history of the, in history draft, of the draft. Yes. In the history. Right. So, like, he checks two key boxes. Freak athlete, important position. At least important position Culture group. guy, too. Seems like it. I guess. Seems I don't know. He's like a great kid. Does he? He's a red star guy, as Jeffrey okay. Lurie would say. All right. Yeah, so it was JJ. But, <laughs> all right. So, so if you think Jordan Davis is going to be an elite pass rusher, then yes, he's obviously worth the pick. My concern with him is he was not really in on passing downs in Georgia. He only played a third of the snaps. He played along, like, other great defensive linemen who I think somewhat, like, you know, I think whenever you play a great position group, it makes everybody better. Like I don't think I don't think Trayvon Walker is worth the number two pick. So I, I if they take Jordan Davis at fifteen, it'll be a gamble on their part saying that we think he's a good enough athlete that he can turn into an elite pass rusher. And if they're right about that, then it'll be worth the pick. But this assumption from everybody that like you know, well, he's going to command double teams. He's going to make everybody better. Like, why are people double teaming Jordan Davis? Well, right he's double teamed to Georgia a lot. Right at Georgia, <laughs> yeah. yes. But I'm saying like he. I just, like, he better be a pass rusher. That's all I'm saying. So I, He better, and I get the double-digit sack thing, like, freaked people out. But my ultimate point was he's someone that has to get after the quarterback consistently. That's the point I was making. If he finishes with eight sacks like Richard Seymour did, obviously that's good, especially from a defensive tackle. But 
I am not taking Jordan Davis unless I am sure he is projecting to be a good, an elite pass rusher. Otherwise, frankly, like you could almost talk me into George Karloftis out, out, over him. Wow, I don't know if I would do it. You're not a Karloftis guy, and I'm not a Karloftis guy. But at least he's an edge rusher. Like, I get it. I get it. And I'm not Jordan Davis is not my favorite potential choice at 15 or 18. But I, unlike you, it seems, would be happy if Jordan Davis is the I'd pick. I'd be okay with it. I think that I think you're underrating the defensive tackle position. It's not just a pass rushing position. I do think it matters. I mean, there have been many great defensive tackles who are not pass rushers. Haloti Nada is a perfect example of someone like that. It's right. more of a nose guard than a defensive tackle type of thing. But he played in a three four, if I'm not sure, mistaken. Sure, sure. Right? But yeah. regardless, the point is is I mean he played for the Eagles for a moment. Yeah, and how that <laughs> yeah, that worked um, out. So I do think that, that that type of guy who literally can can own the rush for you does matter. I, I think it's you can't underrate it. I get your point. My, you know, I do think it is concerning that he's taken off the field. I, I don't love that. I do think the weight issues are a concern. I think in an NFL team you would you know, have, a, have to have a pretty good idea that you would be able to keep that under control. And I think that, uh, frankly, like, the weight thing to me is not as big of an issue Unless you just get a, a vibe I mean, from the guy. I mean, it seems but like, like he's fluctuated a lot, which is concerning. But well, I sit here as I, I eat the say, mini muffins. Yeah, but like, well, we, we're not professional but athletes. But I would think like, that in in the NFL, you know, I would hope that it would, like, he, he'd have an entire franchise around him helping him. Right. Us, and I, I think the thing with Jordan Davis that is so enticing is that when we're talking about guys at 15 and 18, and, and yes, a Kyle Hamilton could fall there or whatever, that type of guy who could end up. But. Of the guys, if if let's not say like someone we really really like falls, and it's right. the, the group of guys we'll get more into in stuff. But like a Jermaine Johnson doesn't fall. Like these guys that were really high on the right. Stingley sauce. Right. If those guys yeah. don't fall, I think that of the guys in the 15, 18 range, I think it's Jameson Williams on the offensive side and Jordan Davis on the defensive side. Yeah, are like the two guys who could be top five players in this draft based on their physical abilities, I agree their with freakishness, that. all that. And I think that obviously you know you have to use them right, and he has to. You know, be a better pass rusher and all that stuff. But I do think that the upside of Davis is so high that I can understand making that. So I think what you said is spot on. And like, I think that there's a lot of talk about how this draft class isn't strong. Yeah, I think it Jordan- seems like it's a it's it's there's a lot of guys in a very similar range, right. but that those guys in this range are not super super elite guys. Well, like good football players. I think in any draft. Jordan Davis and Jameis Williams are being discussed as like top fifteen picks mm-hmm. simply because of the position and the uh, the level of athlete yep. they are. Now that doesn't mean they they'll be worthy of it, but I think they're at least being mentioned. Like Jordan Davis can enter any draft class and he is a first round pick and he's probably a top twenty pick. So I think that's encouraging. And like again, where I like if if we're sitting here, you know, whenever we record the our our pod after their first pick and they draft Jordan Davis. I would say I understand the logic behind it. Like I get it. Like, and I wouldn't hate the pick, but I also think it's, it's a just a, it's, a, it's a risky one. Yeah. And I've said that I want them to take I big was swing. Gonna, I so was like, say that. That's where I was going to go with the next. I just think he's. It's a tough projection, yeah. in my opinion. No, and I get it. And I, again, I do vibe with the concerns that you yeah. have. Like, but I also. But you agree see that you agree that like he his skill has to be pass rushing. So no, 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 no. Okay. I think I think he has to be a I think he has to be able to rush the passer, but I think if he is a, a decent pass rusher and an elite elite run blocker, I still think he's worthy of that pick. Oh, see, I don't the run defender. So I think the only way he's worthy of a top fifteen pick is if a he is getting like whatever you want to pick the number at of sacks, but like enough that it's a meaningful number, or b he's being double teamed because he's because otherwise they can't block him one on one. But if he's not a good pass rusher, then they're not going to double team. 
In which case, like, then you're just getting a run stop. I mean, he was getting double teamed at Georgia, though. Right. Well, so I'm saying, first of all, I don't know if that, I do, are you saying he was? I'm asking. Yes, he was, he was. getting double teamed. On pass rushing Ray Dinger was just talking about Okay, so right. Baldy, uh, Brian Baldinger was. No, he was taken out on passing downs, too. I'm just correct. saying when he was on the field, he was getting double teamed. So Brian Baldinger was on. Um, I the Marks was, and Reese. The Marks and Reese show. Not and, a fan. Not a fan of he's not a fan of Jordan. Oh, okay, I was like, wow, look at that take right there. <laughs> like, Baldy hates Reese, you, man. Baldy like, hates you. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's talking about Jordan Davis, and he said he watched three games. I think he said it was like their first game, the SEC championship game. Maybe it was like the, and then also like the title game. I, it, he picked three games. He said in two of them he was non-existent, like didn't do anything, and he said that he looked tired and out of shape. And then, but like he said, there was you know then a game where he looked awesome, right? That's extremely concerning to me. Mm-hmm. So to your point, like it's not good enough in my book, my personal record book, it's not good enough if he's only a, an elite run stopper. That's not worth the 15th pick for me. So he has to show that he can rush the passer in order to be double teamed. And the other thing is, and I I don't think they should draft for need, but they do have Milton Williams, Javon Hargrave, Flet- Fletcher Cox. Well, like Fletcher's at the end. But, but they're not like devoid of talent there is my no, point. No, they're not. But again, like I... I think they have to draft for the future as much as so. Let's now. say they do. Let's take Fletcher out of it. I think Javon Hargrave is a player that they're He's hoping. Twenty nine though. But I'm saying you think you have at least two or three more years. Sure, okay. that's fine. But I I don't think that that's the point. I think Davis starts off as a rotational player for the first couple of years, and then it's his spot. You know. Well, I mean, ideally, your first round pick should be starting, especially a top fifteen pick. Look, no, no lineman they take is going to quote-unquote, start all the time. Like, they rotate guys. It doesn't matter what position you are up there. You're right. going to rotate. Right. It doesn't matter who you are. I just, like, so let's say everything works out perfectly for the Eagles. Javon Hargrave plays another, like, two or three years, whatever number you want to pick. I think he could play more than that. But let's say two or three years. Milton Williams is someone that, like, is kind of like Jordan Davis. He's not as big, obviously, but he was, like, a freak athlete-type defensive yeah, tackle but, guy. but, I mean, he's not Jordan Davis. He's not. He's not. But, like, ultimately... So Jordan Davis is going to come in here and be what the fourth defensive tackle? Well, to start, I to mean, start, but I think right, so he might Fletcher be third. Leaves. He let's... might he might jump Milton Williams right away. We don't maybe. Know. Well, yeah, I just and again, I don't think Fletcher Cox is long for the Eagles. Like I, I think this is potentially Fletcher's last year, or certainly the last year. I feel good. Yeah, it's about probably it. the last year he's here. So I get it. But all right, let's get to some other stuff because that's we'll, we'll see. Enough Jordan Davis. Yeah, we're probably going to be talking about him on Friday potentially when we do our Friday morning, or Thursday night. Yeah, um, when we do our pod. All right, um, let's go through the first fourteen picks. And get a feel quickly. You don't need to dive too much into these guys. Uh, but you're really f- trying to compress, trying to suppress what I have to say about these picks. Do you want to? Do you want to just go off on all these? No, picks? we don't have it's to. It's all yeah. you, buddy. I mean, well, you're going to be making the picks. We can go through it semi quickly. So, all right, let's go through the first 14, and then let's talk about the the guys who are going to be there at 15 yes. as a result, or who we think will be there. All right. So, number one overall, do you have a Hutchinson versus Walker take? I mean, I think, like most people, I think Hutchinson's better. I would take Hutchinson. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to so do. So I think those are the top two picks. So those guys off the board. Well, I could see a um, – I mean, I could I could see them taking an offensive tackle still. Like an Evan Neal. Oh, or, really? Or okay. Ikwe, Agongwe, or whatever his name is. Icky. People call him Icky, apparently. Icky. It's a tough name, buddy. It's kind of cool, but also, like – Not great. Yeah. Icky. Ew, Icky. That's what I think I'm going to hear it. Yes. Actually, I'm not going to tell this story. Never mind. Oh, no. It's a – well, I get no, 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 no. Wow. Okay, don't cut that. <laughs> so you never cut anything. I know you're right. All right. Now I'm so, dying. If someone sees you in person, will you tell the story? Yeah. If someone sees me okay. in person, I will and tell says, the hey, story. Hey, what was that? T- what was the that's icky real story one right there? Yeah. If someone's like, "What was the icky story?" You got to tell you. Yeah. Story. Okay. So I think it's some combination of Hutchinson, Walker, Neil, Icky. Like those 
Some of them are going in the top three. Mm-hmm. I guess the question I have for you is where do you think Sauce Gardner and Kayvon Thibodeau go? Like, those to me are the two key players. Like, so when we look at what the Eagles are going to do, it's about who's on the board at number six. Ultimately, I don't think they're going to trade to five. They're not going to trade to four. So I think Kayvon Thibodeau and Sauce Gardner are two players. They would move up to number six for. And I think they would definitely move up to six for Sauce Gardner. So do you think the Houston Texans would take Sauce Gardner at three? No, I think the Giants might take Sauce Gardner at five. five. I could see that. I could see the Jets taking Sauce Gardner at four. I don't think they're going to go that way. I think they'll probably go pass rusher, but I could see it. Uh, it doesn't seem like they're that interested in Thibodeau, which is interesting from everything that right. people are getting out there yeah, now. Yeah, Connor Hughes of the Athletic. But let's put it this way. If you're asking me who do I think is more likely to follow the top five, Sauce or Thibodeau, I would say Thibodeau. I agree. I agree with that. And I think I like Thibodeau a lot. Like, to me, like 19 sacks in 30 games – I think that he was viewed as a top defensive end in this he class. He was the for number one pick, right? Very definitively, all see like yeah. for, the, for the first portion of the college football season, he was the number and one. Pick. I, I'm like, I'm into that stuff. Like, I'm a believer when you look at guys that are like, you know, an elite prospect out of high school. I love like, that stuff too. We've you talked know, about like, this. Always, just always the top of their big, class. Big fan of that. Yes. Stuff. So, so let's just, I mean, whatever we wanted to say, the top five is. Let's say Sauce Gardner is on the board at six. Would you trade up for? I mean, of course, depending on what it would take. Well, let's like, say let's say 15, 51. And a fourth? Is that enough? That's yeah. That's probably not enough to get six, is it? I think it is, yeah. Well, then, yeah, I'd do that. Well, I can pull up the draft board, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, let's put it this way. Anything I'm doing to get up to, to six without giving up a one, I'm probably okay with. Well, you are giving. Oh, you mean an additional an one. An additional yeah. one. I'm saying. If, would you give up a first, second, and a third? I mean, probably. Here's my Here's my thing with this. It's. Like I, I would take sauce over Kyle Hamilton, but it's not cl- not not like clearly. Like oh, I for like me Ky- it's clear. I know it is. Yeah. I'm saying for me it's not right. like so. Like my thought is yes, I would do that trade, but also I would rather give up less and go to ten and get Kyle Hamilton if that's on the table. So it's all kind of dependent upon what's out there. But in a vacuum, would I give up a one, two, and a three to move up to six to get Sauce Gardner? I think I probably would. Would you give it up for Thibodeau? Maybe. Interesting. I, I like Thibodeau, but I like Gardner more. I think I like Sauce Gardner more too. First of all, just like an elite, sauce. yeah, His sauce. an elite. Like, <laughs> this is can't miss. Just in terms of like a cornerback personality, oh, it's uh, you can't miss. I, he, I will be floored if he's not. Yeah, and like you look at just like his body type, his production. He give a and, big play all year, no touchdowns, the whole thing. Right. I mean, and, just. You know the other thing about Sauce too is, and this I like is, him a lot more than I like Stingley, and I like Stingley, but I like him a like I think he is definitively the best. I agree with that. Track. I think Stingley's injury history is a concern for yeah, me. I think it's his production. Like he wasn't great the last couple yeah, years. Yeah, no, I think Sauce is number one. So here's my thing with cornerback. Yes, they need a number two corner. Obviously, I I get that. But if I'm trading up for Sauce, it's because I project him to be like yeah, the one, the one. He's your guy. He's your guy. He's like takes over for Slay. Eventually takes over for Slay. Exactly. Which is part of the thing with cornerback is that you're not just looking for the other side. There, you're looking for like again, Darius Slay's what thirty one. Exactly. Yes. I mean, how many more great years does he have? So I'm so I I'm not trading up because they need a corner. I'm trading up because Sauce can be a number one corner. It's both. Yeah. It's, hey, you need a corner, but also you need a future corner. Like it's like yeah, it's, it's like an, it fills multiple. It's an needs. added benefit that you yes. need a corner more yes. than the sole reason behind the. Agree. So, 100%. so let's say like, but I would be happy with Thibodeau too, and I would definitely trade up for him in the right spot with the right package. So you would give up a first, second, and a third. Would for you rather, sauce for sauce? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I would for Thibodeau. I might. Would I probably you, would. Would you rather give up a third or Dillard? 
Dillard. See, I'd rather I'd rather keep Dillard. I get it. I mean, yeah. it's a backup tackle. Matters, exactly. And like, I would I would definitely do that trade. Yes. Okay. Um. All right. So six is obviously the jumping off point in terms of like where I think they could make a trade. Like, so I guess the next question would be like, where do the corner quarterbacks go? Do you think any quarterbacks go in the top ten? No. None. I don't. Wow. So I think if Carolina trades back, it's for Kenny Pickett or Malik Willis, and they know they can get him. I agree. I think the Saints are taking a quarterback with one of those two picks. The Saints? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I like 16, 16 or 19. 19 okay, like a Desmond Ritter. Yeah. Okay, and look, I mean, or, or Pickett one of or Willis guys, could be there. I think there's a chance. I'm not betting on it. Like, I would bet one quarterback goes before the Eagles at least one, but I would not be shocked if we get to the 15th pick of the draft on uh, Thursday night, tomorrow night, Good call. And both quarter. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. On oh yeah, yeah. It's tomorrow. Only been looking um, forward to it for um, weeks. Both. Well, I was going to say like tomorrow or on Thursday. Oh, good and point. And it came at both ways. Right. Um, it was more of a linguistic yes. issue than a not knowing a radio when the actual thing, draft yeah. is. Um, I would not be totally shocked if both if if all quarterbacks are on the board at that point. I don't think it'll happen. I think one goes before, but I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I think I think one will go before. And I like honestly, if I'm these teams, like if I'm the Panthers, I would take one. But all right, so let's say. Panthers trade out for whoever, or they stay there. All right. Uh, who's about to ask about? Wow, I'm blanking. The, we were just talking about him, the safety. I didn't know what's your name. Oh, Kyle Hamilton, yes. my guy. What's your thoughts on him, and where do you think he goes? I think it's a fascinating one. I think he's one of the most interesting ones in this whole thing in terms of up-down, the recent yeah. movement. And again, I will say what I say every time. I think I said it like every five we've done. Like, every year the mock drafts are wrong. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> every year we're like, how could that guy go there? And it's because like that's where he's valued, all right. And the the mock drafters got it wrong, and that's gonna happen. And I could absolutely see Kyle Hamilton being one of those guys where he goes fourth or fifth, where everyone's like thought he was gonna go from the beginning of this process. Mm. I could also see that the the you know um, measurables mattering with him, and and the the slow forty at the combine, the slower forty at the pro day, all that stuff. Weird body type in the way, like a tall slow tall safety. safety yep, slow. yeah, it's it's interesting. But, I mean, they're all it takes is one GM who watched his tape and is like, this guy's a superstar, and takes him higher. So I think he is, I think he could go anywhere for to, to be on the board for the Eagles. I don't think he's there at 15. I think they'd have to trade up to get him. I don't think he makes it through that gauntlet of like 11, 12. I think the Vikings, I think Washington, I think those are teams that are Those concerned. are tough teams in front of the Eagles because they they're, they're both like teams that need what the Eagles are yeah. most likely going to so take. Like, I, I, like Jamison Williams could go there. Stingley, yeah. if he falls, could go there. Sure, and that's why it's hard there. to really gauge. But I think Hamilton's one of those guys who, who I think he ends up going in the 10 to 12 range one way or another. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's four. I wouldn't be surprised if he's on the board. And so if they took Kyle Hamilton, yes, I would understand it. Oh, I love it. I think like I, as we get closer, especially with Nicobe Dean falling, it seems, and just also knowing that like I mean Dean might fall out of the first round. Like they're not taking Nicobe Dean anyway. So like, for who cares what I think, right? right. With well, that, I care, but yeah, thanks, buddy. Yeah. No with problem. that in mind, Kyle Hamilton's my number one choice of who I want them to end up with. So I would be nervous about Kyle Hamilton in a different way than Jordan Davis. I think like the body type is worrisome to me. The slow 40 time is worrisome to me. Um, Watch I, the tape, Elliot. I get it. Yes. Watch the right. tape. So I think what happens Football with guys. Kyle Hamilton a little bit is everyone's super excited about him because that clip went viral of him like you know going sideline to sideline against USC. I, there were other games where he was not great last year. Like the Cincinnati game, they went right after him and there was nothing really he could do about it. Like so, I would, I would take him at fifteen, I guess. And I think like the position versatility, you guess. 
If I look, I would take receivers over him. Oh, I think. Wow, I would and, not. If he's there at fifteen, like, I, I might, like, I might like, throw a party. I, I like Daxton Hill a lot. Out and of then Michigan. I can't. I like Dax Hill too, for what it's worth. Yeah, but I, I mean, I would, I would throw a party if he's there at fifteen, and then and then how he'll take the Jalen Rager version of but it. But the interesting thing the about him falling pick. to fifteen is, isn't it a little Dillardy in the way? Like, wow, this guy. Like, I didn't think I, he was going to be there. He's not falling to fifteen. Like, I really, I don't, I don't buy it. Like, I just okay. don't buy it. I think he's gone at 10, 11 range. He's gone somewhere in that range. He's one of the more interesting guys because he could literally go go at, like, three and it wouldn't yeah, shock me. Yeah. And he could be at 15 and it wouldn't shock me. I think he's going to go earlier than people think. I okay. think in the end that, that, that the, the tape will win out and that him just being a great football player will win Would out. Would you trade up for Jermaine Johnson? Yes. Okay. How far? Like, where do you think he goes and how far? I think he's going to go before I would be able to trade up for him. Do so you would think trade he's up inside to, the top five or six? Yeah, I think he's, like, seven, eight range, somewhere in there. And look, there I mean, there are reports that the Jets love him and that they might take him at four. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but I wouldn't. I think Jermaine Johns is one of those guys who I I buy the rise, so yes, to speak. Yes, I, I, I do as well. I like that saying. I never really heard that. I before. just made it up on the it's spot. It's good. Buy the rise. Yeah. It feels like it rhymes. So. Just made it um, up. I like him a lot. I will say fifth year, you know, is a little worrisome. You know, he's on the older side. But I, yeah, they saw him at the Senior Bowl, so I think they could. They, he's definitely a guy, but I don't think they get him just because, A, I do believe what you're saying, that he's going to go too high. But I also think, like, if he makes it to 10, I think the Jets just take him there, and I don't even think they trade to Pitt. I agree. Yeah. 100%. I, let's put the, uh, Yeah, it's a great point. I think Jermaine Johnson's floor is 10. Yes, and I, don't, and I think if he gets there, they won't be able to trade up. For I him. agree. All right. You can take over now. We're done? I mean, I, yeah, if you want to talk about guys well, at 15 Well, let's talk now. about the 11, because to, 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 that does seem, to your point, that to be a, a danger spot for the Eagles. First and foremost, let's say Jermaine Johnson goes early and the 10th pick is on the, the table. Like, how important is it to you, to whether it's Kyle Hamilton or someone else, to get up in front of those teams that have the same So I think that it, it's tough because, like you said, Washington it's all about and a, Minnesota, a it all yeah. depends who falls. Overall, if I'm the Eagles, I would trade up. Like, I would be interested in trading up. I think that... I, I did an article for WIP where I looked at like the guys that are probably too high for them and the guys that are in that middle range. And when you look at the players that will probably be there at 15, unless Jamison William makes it, who's kind of like a medical thing, so it's tough to say where he'll go. But let's say let's just say Jamison William doesn't make it to 15 or take him, take him out of the discussion. The guys that I think will be on the board at 15 are considerably less enticing as prospects than the guy I think you can get at like 10, 11, 12. Like I, I think there is a major drop-off. Like, really? So I looked at the seven players that I think would be within striking distance. It would be Derek Stingley, Kyle Hamilton, Jamison Williams, Jordan Davis, Drake London, Garrett Wilson, and Devin Lloyd. Those are like the seven players I think would be— I think at least three of those guys will go after the 15th pick. Really? At least. Oh, yeah. Who? I mean, I think I think Drake London has a chance to so fall back So I think Drake London there. could go eight to Atlanta. He could, but he could also fall. I could see—I um, mean, Stingley's an interesting one. I think he goes top ten, but I'm— Starting to think he might fall a I little saw, bit, too. I saw in a, uh, you know, this time of year, you can really see anything him at you third want. I saw him at third, exactly. Yeah, like, so and some people say he's the best corner in the draft. Like, I don't crazy. think that, but... Um, who are the last two names you so mentioned? So, Stingley, I think... Oh, is, Jordan Davis could absolutely be on the board at 15. Jordan Davis could be, but I don't think he's making it past Baltimore at 14. We don't know. I mean, it's I'd be stunned. I would be very surprised if Jordan Davis is on the board at 14 and the Ravens don't take him. And And Devin Lloyd. I think Devin Lloyd could absolutely fall to 15. Maybe could. pass. I think but, he probably will. But in fact, the, if I had to bet, Devin Lloyd is definitely on the board at 15. So the point... Okay, you want to make that bet, actually? Yeah, you want to make a bet? Okay. It's hard to say definitely. Right, but let's make the bet. Okay. Why not? Let's so, have one draft bet. Our draft bet it's is... a boring one, though. What, what, what are we, what's a fun one? 
Oh, I don't know. Let's. All right. How about that? Like, we come up with a better one by the end of the pod. Okay. But, but for I'm now, down to do the Devin Lloyd. I think Devin Lloyd will be on the board at 15, whether the Eagles are picking at 15 or not, because that we can't control. Right. The 15th pick happens. Devin Lloyd is available. Okay. Deal. Deal. All right. Yeah. All right. So, but the point I'm making is the seven players I just said: Stingley Hamilton, Jamison Williams, Jordan Davis, Drake London, Garrett Wilson, Devin Lloyd. Now, here are the players that I think will definitely be on the board at 15. Chris Olave, Trent McDuffie, N'Kobe Dean, Desmond Ritter, Draylon, uh, Traylon Burks, Malik Willis. Like, to me, there's just a major drop-off from the players we just talked about to that list of players. So, again, though, so so how does your draft play out where all those guys are off the board? No, no, I think one or two of them, of the seven guys, okay. will be there. Okay. But, like, I'd rather go up to 10 or 11 where you, are. where you have, like, more of an ability to get those guys. Like, because at 15, so... Here's the, kind of how I did it. Nine players I think are definitely out of reach. Hutchinson, Trayvon Walker, uh, Kevon Thibodeau, Sauce Gardner, Evan Evan Neal, Icky, Charles Cross, Jermaine Johnson, and I put Kenny Pickett, but they're not going to draft him, so it doesn't Agreed. really matter. And then the seven players— So you I, think Kenny Pickett's going six, then? I think the Panthers are taking either Kenny Pickett or Malik Willis, okay. whether it's at six or, like, wherever they trade back to. they trade back to, back to whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, the seven players that should be within striking distance, I just said. Stingley Hamilton, Jameson Williams, so that's Jordan 16 Davis. To- so if we take Pickett out, that's 15 total. So, so if so it went two exactly, them, it would be one. Yeah, well, if there's 16, yeah, you're right, if you take one. And there are guys who, this is obviously, there. there's someone who's going to be like Tyre, there's another lineman who could go, there's yeah. a, this or that, all that stuff. Trent McDuffie could go ahead of you know who knows like right. all that stuff. By the way, Andrew Booth I think should be on the list too. So I'm another, start, I think I think I might like Booth more than McDuffie in the I limit, like limited more. research I've done on this. So a guy that I'm starting to like a little Booth's bit more. Fast man, that dude's that and dude he played moves. at Clemson yeah. on the outside. Well, he was back to your point before. He was the number one cornerback. Like everyone thought Andrew Booth was going to be the number one cornerback, yeah. and then things changed. So to your point, you made just a few minutes ago about liking the guys who are like those top dudes. He was that top dude. So the cornerback out of Florida, I think a Go Birds caller actually asked. They about did, him. yes. Uh, Elam, uh, I'm gonna, I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that. I think but he nailed it. He's six two, long arms, like 190 pounds. How he went to Florida, likes Florida guys. Mm-hmm. Never so knew that. Never I could see him before. at number 18. Like if they don't move up to, if they don't get up and get Sauce, I could see or Stingley. And I don't think they're taking McDuffie, which means, of course, they will take McDuffie. McDuffie a lock. Yeah, but I, I think Elam could be a pick number 18 if they don't move back. Um, so the question I is, I do like, get your point. Like the when you when we talk about these guys, I am definitely much more interested in the guys of that first right. list than of the second. So, so I, I, I would be more than happy to move up to ensure that I get one of those guys. Like if this draft, think about this. They started this draft season with three first round picks. If they end it and like we're sitting here talking about like Trent McDuffie and like Traylon Burks, or I, like you got to get, <laughs> know. You got to get somebody special. It's they got be disappointing. They got nobody like special in free agency. We can debate Hassan Reddick, but like nobody that you're like, oh my god, like they got that guy. And now in the draft, like you got to get one of those guys. I remember last year we were sitting here talking about um, prior to the 2020 draft, and I was saying like they just won four games. Everyone's down on the team. I know you can't do things for the fans, but like go do something fun. Like give something people to be excited about. And I don't think that's the same. They don't have to do that this year. But when you go into a draft with three first-round picks, you have to come out with somebody that is special. You know, like, you can't go in with three first-round picks and be the best thing you got an additional first. Like, that's what you can't do. So I think you do have to move up and get one of these guys. Like, Well, now, to be fair, to be fair, one of the guys who is not on your list will be special. Multiple of the guys could be special. I mean, that's going to happen. I mean, 
if they redo Aaron Donald's draft, he doesn't go 12th. He goes first. Correct. You know but 12th I mean? is also before 15. It is, but it's yeah. the same idea, and it's a different draft yes. and all that type of stuff. But the idea being that, like, just because you and I look at these guys and say that, like, Andrew Booth might be the best cornerback in this draft. Jordan Davis could be fit. a generational yeah, talent. You're exactly. Right. You're exactly. right. But I'm just saying this is how the draft works. Like, we're all going to grade the picks right away. <laughs> we're all going to feel some type of way about them. So, like, I, I agree. From a fan, from a fan, I really want them to get someone fun. I'm with you. I'm or not just, Or just somebody that's viewed as a special talent. Like, yeah. again, if they draft, you know, Lyndon Blom or whatever his name is at 18, like, I'll get it. It is what it is. But, like, come on. You know, like, go do something where it's like this person could actually make a big difference. So, on the in team that next. case, Jordan Davis would be higher on your list than some of these other people were So, Jordan about. Davis would be higher just because he's an athlete. But, like, Sauce, if they go get Sauce Gardner, then I'm like, this defense could be special. Like, if Sauce reaches his potential, they'll have two number one corners. It'll help the pass rush. It'll make, like, that's like a special player. If they go out and get, they get Jamison Williams, I know he might miss time, but at least I'm sitting here and going, that's a special talent you're right. adding. And to I don't care about, like, I'm looking to the future anyway. So, like, right, but I have I, no problem with that. Right. You know, I mean, if you go up and you trade for Kayvon Thibodeau, then it's like, all right, you added Hassan Reddick and Thibodeau this offseason to the pass rush. Like, then you're starting to build something. I just can't get down with, like, you know, Trent McDuffie. Or, and, again, they could be special. So, you know, but— Trent McDuffie's a lock to be an all-pro now after this podcast. <sighs> Don't love the name. Yeah, it's not a great name. No. Um, not a good name. But it is hilarious. You're ripping him like crazy. He's I know. Great. I don't know he's why be he's become the guy that I've. I know. Nothing against him. There are a like, lot of people really like. Like there are guys who are like he's the best corner in this draft, which I think is wild. But that there, is wild. There are people I'd love to know that. what guys said. I know. That. I know. Um. No. Yeah. So I would be out on him. Traylon Burks. Like we've discussed how we're out so. On Burks. I well, I saw a tweet since our last pod, <laughs> and we are a hands up pod, uh-huh. and I will put my hand up on this, saying that I guess Traylon Burks had more touchdowns against press against press man coverage Ooh. than any and it was like the most since Devontae Smith. Ooh. So look, like look, fine. If he can be press man coverage, now granted this was in the slot, I'm sure, versus on the outside. So uh. you're facing a different caliber of cornerback. But regardless, look, if he can be press man coverage and he can be special, because he is nice, I mean he is nice after the catch. I'm just skeptical if he'll be able to do it. But I, I want to make sure that GoBirds listeners were aware of that. All right. I want to get into some like I want your top five guys. Of realistic guys in a minute. Okay. But trading up, trading back. Because there's been a lot of stuff lately. You know, there's the whole report that how the Eagles are looking to trade up, that they're one of the few teams that's looking into that. We've heard reports that they love Jamison Williams. We've heard this, that. Right. How realistic? I, I, bad question, because we all know it's realistic. It's Howie Roseman. Like, it, it's almost re- surprising if he doesn't Although, do can I say something super quick? Yeah, sure. It's kind of annoying how Howie has this reputation of, like, everyone says, like, well, it's Howie, so who knows? He does well, not make very drafts, many huge he trades, He does on though. drafts, though. Like, yes. think about it, The Dillard trade, you know, last year. I mean, like, he does maneuver on draft. He things. does. You're so, right. the right. Goddard trade. Like, we've seen him do a lot of stuff trading back from 30. Yes. We've seen him do a lot of it. That's what I mean. Not, I agree. If we're talking about going to get the superstar, yeah. that doesn't happen. But he does move around on draft. He does. He is known for that. Um, so it is realistic. But, like, how likely, how serious do you think this Eagles moving up thing is? And then we'll get to the potential moving back. I think it's very serious. I think, like, if I had to, you know, bet my life on what happens, I would say the Eagles move up from Wow. 15. If I had to, like, bet my life. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, right? Don't Let's you think go. so? Like, I think they... And, like, I had to put, like, you know, right on a piece of paper, I think they move up to number six and take Sauce Gardner. Whoa! That's, like, my official prediction. 
Whoa. So there Whoa. it is. There it is. What? Yeah. That is a prediction right there. That's my prediction. They move up to number six and take Sauce Gardner. So I think it's a very real chance because I think the Panthers want to move back. The Eagles have a ton of picks. The Eagles, to what I said, like they want to go up and get somebody special. I think the Eagles want to leave this draft feeling like they have one of the special players from this class. And Sauce Gardner is definitely one of those special players. But if it could also be Thibodeau. It could potentially be Jermaine Johnson if he falls. But I think they move up to number six with the Panthers and take – I would guess Sauce Gardner, but I think that's what they end up doing. Wow. So I think it's very real. Wow. For okay. sure. I love that. That's interesting. Now, what about moving back? Either from 15 I'm sure they'd or like from to. 18. Yeah. You know, I think that's probably more likely if they move up, move back with the other one. It would be funny if they move up from 15 and 18. That'd just be funny. Well, it would. But I, I think I, a realistic scenario, they move up from 15, move back from 18 to recap some of that yeah. draft. You know, that that's the kind of thing I could see how he do it. Right. Now, to have that happen, you have to pray quarterbacks drop. Yeah, when well, you also have to have willing trade partners. Especially with the Saints at 19. Yeah. Now, you would think if the Saints liked a quarterback, they would just take him at 16 mm-hmm. as opposed to wait to 19. Agreed. But let's say you get to 18 and, like, one of Kenny Pickett or Malik Willis is still on the board. Desmond Ritter is still on the board. Matt Corral, presumably, still on the board. Like, then I think you could see a team try to jump the Saints if they mm-hmm. didn't take one at 16. Mm-hmm. Then your pick is valuable in terms of moving back. Because, again, because of fifth-year option and all that. So, I think it's likely they move back from 18. They don't move back from 18, you know, I think that's a good receiver spot. Like, it wouldn't shock me if Jameson Williams makes it to 18. It's possible. Especially, like, the medical concerns that was, like, we talked about, there was a report that came out that he could start the year on PUP. So, like, I think he could make it to 18. I think Chris uh, Olave is probably on the board at 18. Um, So, I think if they have to pick at 18, it wouldn't shock me, honestly. I know we made the bet about Devin Lloyd, but, like, if if – if like if they have to stay at eighteen and they cannot move back, I think they go with like a safe pick there. Someone that's like a Nicobe Dean, who there are inherent risks in every player, but at least someone they can get to the podium and go like best player on Georgia defense, like, you know, leader of the defense, extremely accomplished, position in need, those type of things. But I think, yeah, in an ideal world, they would want to move back from eighteen. Okay. All right. Um this is exciting. I'm starting to feel the juices. We're yeah. there. This is real. This is happening tomorrow I know. night. It's going to be I, fun tomorrow night. It is. And like I you know, always say, it's exciting to just think like whoever. Like Sauce Gardner could be an eagle tomorrow. Like, yeah. Think about that. That's super awesome. It's or super Jameson fun. Or Jameson Williams. Kyle Hamilton could be an eagle tomorrow. Like That's awesome. I wish I was more in on Kyle Hamilton. I wish you were too. I, I have been. I, I would be I've more excited if you if I know, with I've me on, on him, though. I'm but, with you on Sauce. I'm with you on Jameson. Where, right, where you at, buddy? Well, I'm with you on Nicobe. True. Mostly. I mean, mostly. mostly. Kind yeah. of. Not really. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're like, you know, whatever. He just looks so small and tank. But, like, <laughs> I'm with you. But let me just rip I agree. him real quick. I agree. So, I, look, I, I I get it. I, I think Kyle Evans going to be a, a really, really good football player. I think he fits what they need, I think, you know, both from a position standpoint, but also from a, like, these this defense needs needs its guys. It needs its future guys. They need the culture setters, the the yeah. you know, the guys who are gonna well, matter especially on the defensive side of That's the ball. That's what I'm talking so, about. On the yeah. defensive side of the ball. On the offensive side of the ball, like you hope that you have that in Jalen and Devontae and the offensive line's like littered with, you know, leader personality types of guys. You don't really have that on defense. You have Darius Slay, but he's just a different type yeah, of leader. He's like he's more of he's a not, and he's yeah. also like a He's very serious and he helps coach the young players and that matters, but he's also like a bit of like a goofy guy, mm-hmm. you know, whereas yeah, I is. feel like He's not a break the team huddle down guy. Agree. Like Malcolm was that. You know, like I don't think Darius is is really that. Or right. Slay, I should say. So you said they're trading up for Sauce Gardner. Let's say they don't. Of the guys who are realistically, potentially, likely, whatever right. you want to say, around at 15, 
who are your top five guys of guys who who you know most yeah, so places? This is a tough whatever. question for all of the course, copy that you just said. Of course, what I just said, but like we'll give you a little leeway or my, whatever. My but, list were like if we're recording the pod, I'm saying this is a home run pick. Yes, okay. If they so, stay at 15 and they get this guy, you're like. Boom. Right. So Jamison Williams, number one for me. Yep. I'm going to remove George Pickens from this just because. You love him, but I. I yeah. love him, but he's in the, yeah. I just love him. But <laughs> so, Jamie. By the way, Greg Cosell, top receiver in the draft, George Pickens. I'm trying to let you guys just know. Tight. Just I mean, trying to let you guys know. He reminds me a lot of T. Higgins in the way, like, I'm like, why is nobody doing yeah. this? All right. Well, Greg Cosell's with you. Yeah. Dude knows what he's talking about. Greg Cosell Pretty also good. doesn't like Jordan Davis. Ooh. I saw I'm Baldy sure, too. Yeah, he saw a video. I mean, I saw a video on Twitter. He was talking about him saying like he doesn't move anybody, like he's not like a strong guy. Not great. Just throwing that out there. You don't want to hear that. No, you don't. Not ideal. You don't don't at all. Um, <laughs> it seems like the only people like Jordan Davis are like the, he's a great athlete guy, not like the watch the film guys. Yeah, I don't like that. You know, I'm a watch yeah, the film guy. You I mean, are me. Big time watch the like film guy. Grinding tape. Exactly. Man. That's what I do. So Jamison Williams number By one. By the way, there's real quick aside. There is nothing better. Than a WIP caller calling up and like I've been watching lots of tape. On I this know. Guy. It's like, I wish we could all just say YouTube. Just say YouTube. Yeah, it's okay. Say, but there's something but you're like, not watching like the tape. You're not watching coaches tape. Right. I think there's the something, all 22 is not happening here. When people say YouTube, it almost like it, devalues it, it. It devalues it. But, but it, that but it, that is what, what it people is, are doing. And it's cool. I yeah. watch. That's what I do. You know when I saw Andrew Booth play on freaking YouTube. It you almost know, be like Jordan, you know like it, it would be like if people insisted on saying cassette because they thought it sounded yeah, cooler. Like yeah, we all know totally. that there is a newer technology yes, you're using yes, to do this. Yes, and you're not watching the all twenty two. Like, Eagles don't even use tape. Of course, I guess it's just an expression. Yeah. By the way, I got into a pretty heated debate with my friends today about the old debate, which was if a hot dog's a sandwich. But talk about like just uses of words and such. Would you say a hamburger is a sandwich? I mean, yeah, I guess so. But I don't think of it as a sandwich. Exactly. But, like, technically, is it a sandwich? I guess so. Well, yes. if you think a hot dog is a sandwich. Two pieces of bread and something in the middle. Yeah. If you think a hot dog is a sandwich, you have to say a hamburger. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay. But I don't think either are. I, I, like, again, I think, I, I, I would say yes, like, technically, but I will never call it. So that's it's not like I, a burger sandwich. That's where I fell down at. I'm like, you can convince me. But we all know it's not. Yeah. That's like kind of where I, I, and I you know that's like a good way to put it. Yeah. Like yes, I get that it is, but we know it's not. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That was a big sidetrack. Yeah. But it made me think of it. Okay. You're talking about tape versus whatever. Yes. Okay. So Jameis Williams number one for me. Yes. Number two for me is Devin Lloyd. I talked about him a lot mm-hmm. on the last pod. I think he can be the next Michael Parsons. I think he can be a pass rusher. I know he's labeled a linebacker, but what what he really is is a guy that can impact the quarterback if you use him properly. And so. I you know I would feel just as confident about him as I would I'm more confident actually than than Jordan Davis so I I would say he's number two for me before you get to number three let me remind perfect everyone. I want to eat a muffin yes perfect look at this yeah. download the all new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app so much fun stuff going on we've been having a blast betting on pro hoops obviously a lot of action there a little nerve wracking do you want to take your Nick Nurse victory lap just do it I just mean, do it you know, just do it. Do you have the balls on a Philadelphia sports fan to, saying, to take your you Nick know, Nurse down victory Down 3-0, you know what? Team looked way hungrier and way more ready to play two straight games. I don't know. Toronto. All, right. All the guy go does ahead. is find ways Just with go ahead. inferior squads to go out and win games. The guy is a savant. Like It's just the most disgusting. It's the most could, disgusting take Doc you have. Doc Rivers could coach the next 50,000 years and not be able to snick, sniff Nick Nurse's yeah, It's so funny because he won the first That's games. how great Nick Nurse is. You're right. Is. Wow. All right. Well, 
Bet on Nick Nurse. That's all I'm saying. Are you betting on him for game six? Probably. You're going to bet the Raptors. They're a way bigger dog than they should be. I mean, they should probably be favored. Well, it's only two-point line. Yeah, they should be favored. They should be favored at home. So help me through this. Is this a a line, like, I'm not good at reading the lines completely yet. To me, my initial read— This is a line that says we don't know what to do. So I think it's a line that says that uh, Philly's going to win. No, I don't think it's a strong one. I mean, Philly's— the one seed, I mean the the favorite, like they should be, they should be theoretically favored. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, okay. It is. Look, well, we'll see. What we end up betting. Look, I mean, Philly was I'll what just a take seven the money and line. Philadelphia was a seven and a half point favorite in the last game, and they lost by fifteen points or whatever. So they did. Yeah. Either way, you can bet on all this stuff. You can bet on pro football futures if you like something that happens in the draft. Boom, get on there, get some great odds. Of course, live in game betting is the best. It is a wild ride, and of course, baseball bets. We'll talk more about that. Later on the Parks Pick, a lot of stuff to get into. But just download the app already. It is just such a fun time. The app's easy to use. It's it's uh, easy deposits, easy withdrawals. It's the only sportsbook app and casino app that we here at Go Birds recommend. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, where bo- odds, bets, slots, and games all come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket. Sportsbook and casino in one amazing app. It is amazing. It's the best. And here's the deal. If you sign up now, new customers get your first bet risk-free up to $750. Just download the app in the App Store, Google Play Store, or at pa.betparks.com and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your risk-free bet. Your risk-free bet is for fun and site credit. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem call one Andrew Gambler. All right, who's number three? Okay, so it's tough because, again, like, I want to say Drake London because I think there's a chance if he doesn't go early – that and if Jameis Williams is the first receiver taken, that Drake London could be there. We talked about Drake London on the last pod. Like there are some concerns about him. I but thought you liked Olave more and and Wilson more. I do. No, I do. But I'm saying like, so I guess yeah, they would be ahead. Yeah, okay. you're putting this top sense. five out of nowhere. I don't I have know. one. I know. I just threw it so at you. So it's tough. I but threw like, it at you. So I would say Jamison Williams, Devin Lloyd. I'll go Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, Drake London. I really like Daxton Hill out of Michigan. Yeah, just give me guys yeah. you like in that room. Yeah, I, I like Daxton Hill out of Michigan because the same thing, I think he has more range than uh, the Georgia safety, whose name I also can't pronounce. Michael Seen, is it? Isn't it Lewis? Lewis. Lewis Seen. Okay. I think it's our sign or right. kind. Whatever that guy's name is, I mess it up. I but he seems seen. like more of an in-the-box guy. Daxton Hill seems like a more move-all-over type of guy. So I would like Daxton Hill there. Um, I'm trying to think of the corners. Andrew Booth. Andrew Booth, you're big on him, and I I could be talked into it. For some reason, he feels like more like 18 than 15. Yeah, I was thinking 18 to be honest. But that sounds so silly in my it's mind. It's so dumb. But it, you know, it, it's just Very like dumb. so silly. Yes. But it's true. That's that's how I feel about him. Look, Tyler Lindenblom. Ooh. I he to me it would be like necessary evil. Yeah. Because as much as I think the offensive line is boring, it would not be exciting. All those things. Let's be honest. The Eagles have been. Like, they were competitive last year because of their offensive line. Like, flat out. And if they lose Jason Kelsey in 2023, they're in major trouble. As you say, Malu's hurt all the time. So, like, if they take him at 18, I won't kill him. But then you better do something exciting at 15. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my draft yeah. take. My yeah. vibe draft take. <laughs> I guess. A lot of vibes in these takes here. Yeah. Uh, do you think they would take David Ojabo at 18? No. You know, I, I think, think Ojabo is a second-round pick. I do, you? too. I think he'll. I, I think, think they could take him at fifty-one. But I think there. he could be their second pick. Like I think I could see them trading back and taking him potentially. I look, it scares me. Yeah, well, I think what's concerning look, about we know him, about Achilles here, right? Yes, and we remember that he's a he's a edge rusher who had a torn Achilles. Yeah, 
And to your point that you've made before, he's on the other side of the best pass rusher in the class. You know, so it's like, you know. That matters. My other concern with him would be he hasn't, like, played a ton of football. Yeah, it was so like to kind take of a, break a full out year, year off yeah. feels worrisome. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but I would, look, like, I would take him at 51 if he's there. Yeah, agree. If they trade up, if they take George Pickens, I'm going to be insufferable on the pod. <laughs> like, in all seriousness, if they take George Pickens, I might pick them to win the division. Oh, God. Like, that's how, like, what is how much you I'll ride love my this emotion. Guy. I think he's going to be awesome. I know. I'm, like, so in on him. I can tell. So I'm not actually not going to pick them to win the division. But <laughs> <laughs> but that's, like, what I'll want to do on the pod. Especially, I'll tell you this. If they take him at 15, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> like, boy. And again. Fans should be concerned, but I would be very excited. And again, but to the point we made, like, the NFL is valuing players differently than the mock. The mock drafts are informed. They yep. talk to these, but it's it's all there's a lot of smoke. There's a lot of whatever in there. Like, if a guy goes that high, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a crazy pick because it's very possible that multiple teams right after we're going to take him. So Joe DeCamera asked me this on air, and it was like maybe the toughest question I've gotten for some reason. Wow. Yeah, because it just is a very different version of the question I get all the time. Like. Who don't want you? Who do you not want them? To yeah, it's a great question. I said Jordan Davis, Trent McDuffie, of course, who's been beating up on him all Just pod. The worst name, I, mean, I guess, would be you... there. Traylon Burks, I wouldn't You're be thrilled like, about that. Make, if Traylon Burks for me, I do not want to take. Karloftis, you've been pretty down on him compared. Yeah, Karloftis. Yeah, I would be down on him. Um, it's a great question. Like there aren't, I, <laughs> like there aren't many guys I wouldn't want them to take theirs, go in there, and then they take Jalen Rager, right. and I'm like, oh right. no. So I always, I think too. Just I think it's also comparative, right? Like if if Kyle Hamilton's on the board and they take Trent McDuffie, like I like I'm fine with them taking Trent McDuffie. I'm not like excited about, it, but I'm fine. Right. But if you take him instead of the guy everyone wants you to take, that could be. Well, the tough thing too doing. is like, and of course now we've turned into like an anti-Trump Trent McDuffie pod, but like somehow poor guy, what but, did he do? But that's a tough thing about the draft, and I love I love it because I love instant reaction. I love doing all those things, but again, like. This is literally all just about evaluation, mm-hmm. you know. So we can they could take someone and we could be like, well, it's not great value, blah blah blah. Like there's gonna be players that were amazing value in the, that would have been like the fifth pick in the draft that get drafted in the third round. Oh yeah, you know? for so, sure. Like, so there's it's gonna a be very tough good chance these. that the best yeah. player is not even taken. Not very good chance, but a chance the best player in this draft is not taken in the first round. Well, I think that's probably strong. I mean, it's possible. Of course, it's possible. But what would you say the chances are the best player in this draft is not taken in the first round? I mean, it happens. 5%. I mean, like, look. I mean, think about like the. All the best receivers. Tom Brady was a sixth round. Most pick. of the best receivers in the NFL were not first round picks. Like if you just want to take the receiver thing, like right. go through all the best receivers in the NFL. Like a lot of them were not. DK we talked a ton about. He was a second round pick. Debo was a second round pick. Tyreek Hill was a fifth round pick. Yeah. Now there are reasons. Now are they the best players in that in their draft class? Though I don't know. I think in some might be. I mean, someone should do look. a study and look. Yeah. Again, that was a, a reach to say it. it I, I'm just kidding. With but you. it is yeah. possible. It's possible. The point, yes. and the point, or or the best players, the 23rd pick, or the best players, the. 25th pick. Like, that stuff happens is the point. So, should we talk about quarterbacks? Yeah, I think we might as well. I don't think they're taking one. So, you don't think... Maybe like, in the third or fourth round. Okay, so you do not think any... Let's just, for whatever, say they take two picks in the first round and one in the second round. Let's I just, do not wherever think they get, any of none those of them will are be quarterbacks. quarterbacks. No. Quarter, we're talking about. Quarter. Right? Yeah. Quarter. No. The person who throws the ball. Yeah. What would you say the chances are they take one? 5%. What is your reaction if they like so if they <laughs> take Malik Willis? What's your reaction? Uh, so it's again, I've been desensitized to this. When they took Jalen Rager, it like burst my brain in that with Wentz that right. like the whole 
Like it was as surprising. Thank you, Jalen Hurts. That too. They both yeah, hurt. I was going to say. Yeah. But yes, thank you. Jalen Hurts. Like it broke my brain. It, it, I, it has changed me. I will never be that surprised by a quarterback pick ever again. Having said that, if they take Malik Willis in the first round, I will definitely be like, wow. Yeah, I, I didn't see that coming. Like, wow. I okay. think my, my reaction. Okay. My reaction would be like, they better be right. Yeah. That's sure. my reaction. For sure. You know, like, again, because like we're, we both have questions about Jalen, so it's hard for me to sit here and say it's a complete mistake, but they better be right. And if they draft a quarterback, then just trade. I don't want them to draft a quarterback and then sit him for a year. If you are drafting a quarterback, just play him next year. It's a waste of time to sit him. So if you trade, if you trade for a quarterback, you got to trade Jalen. I'm yeah, sorry. I, if you draft I just a quarterback. don't. I, maybe less than five, three percent, two percent. I think there is like a four percent chance that they draft Kenny Pickett or Malik Willis. I think there's like a fifteen percent chance they draft Matt Corral. In like the late or second yeah, round, like in the top or of the second, that type of thing. I think they li- they like Matt Corral. Clearly, so they, they just they a did a lot of work on him. You know, like if he falls at fifty one. I would love to. I'd love I to hope be a he's fly on the board on the at wall. fifty-one just to see. What just happens. to see. Yeah, I'm. I'm very intrigued by that. But I do not. I do not think they leave the first round. So Friday, we're not talking about the Eagles taking a quarterback. I think. All right, players that they could possibly trade. I know that obviously you would trade Rager, and I'm guessing you would do it for anything. Real quick, and and no offense to the reporters because multiple people have put this out. Right. No offense to them because it's not, you know, they're just doing their job. Right. They're, they're taking what they're told and putting it out there. We're a big pro journalist pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big J Big We've J always pod defended here. Always. We've never yes. come after anything. Les Bohm was never banned from this <laughs> exactly, podcast. None yes. of that stuff has ever happened. Um the the whole the Eagles are open to trading well, Jalen Rager phrasing of it's what's report funny. is the most asinine absurd <laughs> thing. Like what are we doing here? Yeah. Yes, of course they are. <laughs> yeah. They're open to giving him to you I if know. you want him. Like what a joke. Well, no one is trading for Jalen Rager, putting the feelers out there and say, "Hey, can we do it?" Isn't getting any bites. Like stop. Just cut him. So. I do think someone could trade for him, like of like of nothing of substance. Like a Marquise Goodwin trade. You're saying yeah, where you like swap six like round that. picks and you throw Jalen Rager. Yeah, or, or you That's get like, like a like cutting fifth. him. Yeah. It's basically cutting him. I They're agree. doing what they can to, to functionally cut him. Yes, I agree with that. It's such a dumb. It's so dumb. So I here's I would not trade Rager for. They're like, open to it. They're, well, I, that's a fight. It's so funny to picture. <laughs> it's so funny to picture a GM calling and being like. Uh, First of all, no one's calling about Rager, but it's right. just funny to picture Howie on the phone with the GM talking, and they're like, you know, so who you blah blah. blah. And he goes, "Look, man, like I, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. But if we're talking guys that we would maybe be open in to, in the right situation, in the yes, right deal, we have this receiver, Jalen Rager, first former, round pick. Yeah, for a first round pick. I don't know if you saw his numbers with uh, his speed in college, but they're way better than his forty. Oh yeah, like, don't worry about the forty time. He runs fast in games. Exactly. Yeah, he can. He Next can return punts. Stats. He's returned punts for oh, us. Yeah. He had but, a punt return for a touchdown. Let me show you the tape. Yes, I can show you that can one play. He's like the slowest touchdown I've the ever one seen play, in my life. I can show it to you. So I think that so with Rager, so I would the biggest hole ever. I would. It's like a wide open. Field. I know He's he looks so slow. When he did it. I, I wouldn't trade him for a seventh round pick. I wouldn't trade him for a sixth round pick. I would. I would. I would cut him. What do you I mean know. you wouldn't okay. trade him? I would trade him for anything. I would trade. Honestly, I know this is like a joke. We always make the joke. And in baseball, Kerry Lightenberg, people don't know this. Kerry Lightenberg, who ended up closing games for the Braves for a little bit, was actually traded for a bag of baseballs. Like, that is an That's actual thing that happened. I would trade Jalen Rager for a bag of footballs. Like, I'm not, this is not like a, ha, 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 I'd trade him for a bag. Right. I would actually, if a team said, here is a bag of footballs that you can use for practice, so, I would say, deal. Take Jalen Rager for this bag of I, football. I, oh, there's only three footballs in there? 
That's Doesn't fine. Matter. Let's All do right. it. So, one football. Yep. Give me a football to go out and play with. So it doesn't even have to be an NFL football. I'll take a college, college side football. <laughs> I'll take a ner- nerf football. balls. Yeah. Um, and I'm not joking. Like I actually would, because I would cut Jalen Wright. I know. I would cut him. So I, like what? What a dollar. Trade me a dollar for Jalen Rigger. Trade whatever it takes. So I agree that Jalen Rigger should not be on the team next year, and it should be a change of scenery. But if you're getting literally nothing in return, I wouldn't mind bringing him to camp oh just God. to see. Oh this is to God. see. Like, see what? See him suck Who again? knows? Maybe he improves. Aguilar, oh, stop. I'm just saying. Stop. Like, but what, what's more likely to happen? Rager improves or like Whatever this, you're going to say. Okay. Or. The right. or. I'm not there yet. with like. And again, I'm not or. pro Rager, none of that. But like bringing him to training camp, there's no harm in that. Like there's no harm. Just Caught to him. see. Okay. The harm is I have to watch him in an Eagles uniform for a few more weeks. Andre Dillard. What would you trade him for? A third or a fourth? So for me, it's a third. A fourth, like, I guess it depends who's on the board and all that. I would really consider it for fourth. But I think the better thing is I I like what you're doing there. I like the idea of saying, hey, Giants, or not, probably wouldn't be the Giants. Or six. Panthers. Hey, Panthers, your offensive line's a disaster. I got a guy who's played left tackle in the NFL before and and didn't do half bad, you know? like He's been hurt. Whatever. Like, First round pick of you, like I, I love the idea of packaging Diller with the fifteenth pick to move up in the draft. Like that's the exact type of. Trade I would I'm rather for. trade the third and keep Diller. Just and I know Dillard hasn't been great, but like you've had him in your building. I saw a picture on Instagram where it looks like he's in great shape for what it's worth. <laughs> oh, just God. throwing that out there, and he's a good, he's a good backup. So like I, I wouldn't just give him away. Gardner Minshew. It's not giving him away. You're going to get Sauce Gardner with him. You're or right, whatever. but you're, but mm. I'd rather throw in the pick. But Gardner Minshew. Uh, yeah, I would definitely trade him. I'm not looking. I think I think what they did with the Hertz pick, like Gardner Minshew is the living representation right. of that. Like that's actually what he is. He's a perfect cheap backup. Um, but yeah, I, if I could get a third for him, I would trade him. Fourth, maybe. I think I would do it for a fourth. I probably wouldn't. I mean, like, so the, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, how does trading the backup tackle not wanting to trade the backup tackle for a third? Between the more important position, the backup, well, because, qu- backup quarterback is more important than backup tackle. Flat out. We all know. Um, it is. Probably. Yeah. Of course Pro- it is. Well, tackle's a the pretty important position. But but the difference the is- The Eagles have used their backup quarterback okay, every but, freaking season. Right, but here it's be all my, they do. Here be my argument why it's not. Because if your quarterback goes down, now Jalen, it's a little different. Like we're talking general position here. If if the left tackle goes down and your quarterback's still healthy, you still have a chance that season. Mm. If your quarterback goes down- Really, the 2017 Eagles like to have a okay. word. I get Elliot it. Like, it's parks. the ultimate right. I mean, they would, though. I, I just feel like Dillard has a better long-term future with this history than, than Minshew does. We might. I don't know. But I think Minshew's a more valuable asset. Hmm. It's an interesting and discussion. Thus, I would want more for him than I would want for Dillard. Okay. I would want more for Dillard. Okay. Because I think, I, think I can go find another backup. I think it's harder to find, like, quality backup tackles than it is quality Let's backup. Ask the listeners. Listeners, go ask your friends. What would they do? Yeah. Let us know. I'm I intrigued. Think, well, I'm guaranteed. I mean, the general public is going to pick Minshew. <laughs> like, there's no doubt about that. They hate Dillard. Yeah. So I'm going to lose that one in like a Twitter poll. I won. You won. Yeah. But by the way, Zoe obsessed with winning. It's a good like quality, I guess. I, I, yeah. Little Zoe it can go both ways. Get a little intense. Yeah, a little Zoe Sirianni. Yeah, she's obsessed. Like, she wants to be the first to the door. She wants to be the first. Like, she is like, and then Do you ever like. You know, humbler in terms of like I beat you to the door. Not yet. No. So I I will kind of like make jokes about how like it like she'll be like I want like I'll get to the door, but then she'll be like I won because she beat Emily, and we'll be like Ah, you didn't. I was there. <laughs> but participation. Yeah, but like I, I'm letting her win the races right now. 
I'm thinking about maybe turn the Jets on. At the is end. she fast yet? No. She's okay. a kid. She runs like an idiot. <laughs> it is there's nothing better than watching Zoe run. It is well, she thinks she's fast. She but thinks she's, she's not fast. She thinks she's Sonic Bad Jog. She's very into Sonic right now. She wow, really? Is Sonic still a thing? I guess the movie just back. came out. It's huge. Yeah. yeah, the movie's huge. Wasn't didn't they have to redo Sonic? Remember this? The movie was no. gonna come out and everyone made fun of how he looked, so they like had oh, to completely yeah. redigitize him. Yes, yeah. yes, you're right. That yeah. did happen. That's Sonic was an underrated video game. It was. It was a great game. Like it's not Mario, but I would say it's like up there in it terms was a of like great iconic. One. I am with you. Yeah. Underrated. But yeah, so she's obsessed with winning. She loves to get I won, I win, I won. Vic games, card games? We not don't play those too much, but you know, like memory games and stuff. And yes, still obsessed with winning. All right. It's all about winning. It's good. So, get a good. future future competitor on my hands. If, if Sirianni ever interviews her, she'll be all in on future like, Eagles uh, coach shooting. Zoe. Yeah, Seltzer. exactly. There, there we go. go. There we go. Like a future Eagles draft. No, why not? She's left-handed though. Yeah, there you go. She'll don't be a pitcher. Past, you know? She'll be a pitcher. Um, all right. So I interrupted you. By the time that Zoe's old enough to be an athlete, do you think they'll like there will be like no? Okay. A woman in the NFL? Is that what yeah. you're asking? No, I don't. I, I mean, it'd be great. I yeah. Think, but no, I don't. All right, not that curious. far away. Well, look, she's already trying, so. I know. She's already competitive. I mean, kicker. If I think it'd be a kicker first, obviously. Could you imagine if she made the NFL, was on the Eagles, and we had to, like, discuss her on the no, pod? No. I wouldn't be you. I would say that's the definition of conflict of interest. What well, who that? was it? Was it Larry Fitzgerald's dad had to cover yes. him in the Super Bowl? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I always think about that when, like, you know, like family members of players like block me and stuff like yeah. that. I'm like, I completely get it. I get like, it too. I am not mad at all about Here's it. Here's what I would do if I were a family member player, unless your player's awesome and, you know, it's all good. Right. Don't go on social media. That'd be my, my number one. But I feel like it'd be so hard not to. Number one recommendation. But it would be so Don't hard not to. Don't pay attention. Like, imagine just pretty. like, because, like, let's, let's, let's say my brother Jude. Let's say, and he's 20 now. So, like, it isn't crazy in a world that he could have, like, been on, like, you know, a soccer team or whatever. Like, I just it would be what I'd be most into, and I can't imagine not constantly talking to other people that also care as much as I do. <laughs> it'd be so hard not to. I get it, but it'd be hard not like if your kid's Andre Dillard, like you want to be reading those tweets. No, you're right. Well, Rager, I mean, you're in Rager. Your, your, God forbid, Rager. Well, Monty Rager's piped up. Yeah, you know? it's like Monty, and I respect sit this, it. Sit this one out, but no. I respect it. Like I, I get it. I get it. Sit this one out. That's yeah. my recommendation. All right, fair enough. If you're a future Eagles draft pick family member, don't get involved in Eagles Twitter, I guess. Yeah, is that's your, for sure. Is your advice. So your official pick. Offic- okay. Official Here's, pick. My official pick is they trade up to six wow. and take Sauce Gardner. Wow. What's your official pick? Uh, I'm far, far more expecting to be disappointed than you are. So I'll say uh, they stay at 15 and take Trent McDuffie. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good ending to the pod. <laughs> Man, people are going to I do. I buy the Jameson Williams smoke. I do buy that. I do too, and I, I think Jordan Davis is like, and like, I think the Jordan Davis stuff is real too. Yeah, yeah. I th- like I said, I think the sauce thing. Like I think that that I really want said. that. Now that you said that, I'm going to be disappointed if they don't go up and get. Sauce. I think they're going to go up to six and get sauce. Gardner. Let's go. Let's go. What are the chances that both the Sixers win on Thursday and everyone likes the Eagles pick? So the Sixers are probably losing. So probably not great. I think no. the Sixers are going to win. On no, they might win. Okay. I don't know. What, well, I mean, obviously, they might win. I mean, it's tough. You're going up against Nick Nurse. You can't oh expect to win them all. It's you just know? so like. I mean, just the most disappointing take you've had. That I think Nick Nurse is a great yeah, coach. Yeah, it's just like Why the, is you grappling He's at the, the throne of Nick Nurse. He is like, a great. Well, I, I mean, it's not my fault that we have the worst coach in the league coaching who, our team. Who's beaten Nick Nurse more times? Well, it's looking ugly for Doc. I mean, it, it, it is. Doc, this could be Doc's crowning achievement here. 
So I got and some And if there B was takes, ever a but... team that was going to go from 3-0 down and lose a series, it's Harden and Doc. I, I mean, know. it's like the, the perfect end to this whole narrative. Ooh, it's going to be I bet ugly. you have some Embiid takes. You want to take some shots at Embiid. That's well, I'll save it nice. for the next when, pod. When Doc and Harden are screwing the poor guy over, but sure. Yeah, I'll save it for the next save pod. Save it for the next pod. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, final thoughts. I've been, I've been so I've just been so wrapped up in draft stuff. I'm trying to think like what's going on in my other life. We we my might other life. Yeah, we You're might buy phasing. a new bed. Whoa. I don't know if that's definitely happening. Whoa, I know. Well, when we moved, I mean, this is just such a boring story. I don't even know if I'm going to share it. But <laughs> <laughs> when we moved, the people that put the bed together didn't do it right, and so it's just a major problem. This so is a boring story. Yeah, right? yeah. I don't even know why this is what I'm coming up with. <laughs> um. I got my car, a new battery for my car. Okay, so we're out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm we trying are. to think of like a movie Done. or a TV thing. We'll be back talking about the draft when it happens. Yes. There'll be a Parks Pick Quad somewhere in there. Stuff's going to happen. We're going to be talking about the Eagles making a pick very soon. Yes. This, is, this has been a long lead Lots of GoBirds content over the next long few Long lead of this, yes. And of course, and you Saturday, better listen to everyone. Dream. Just put it out there. Every second don't of skip, it. Don't, well, like at least most of it. You can skip yeah. this part. Well, actually, don't, because <laughs> otherwise you wouldn't know to listen. Yeah. But every pod, listen to it. Yeah, we need it. Yeah. We need you. We need it. It doesn't. This doesn't exist for that. Unless you guys listen. Yeah. It would just be two guys yeah, talking to themselves. I tell any more mattress stories. How creepy would that be? Two guys just recording themselves talking in a room and no one else listening. Well, there's a lot of pods that do that. <laughs> ah! <laughs> yes. That's how we end it. We'll be yeah. back soon talking Eagles picks. He's out here. Jay, we'll talk to you soon.